Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Welcome back to Anchored In Always. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about marriage and specifically um, compatibility within really any relationship, but um, mostly today we'll be talking about marriage. Um, So I don't know about you, but when I look at Josh, sometimes I wonder, you know, we could we could not be more different. Um, and sometimes you might look at the person that you said, I do too, and shake your head and think, why did I marry them? We have nothing in common, or maybe the appeal has worn off, and now you are living in the nitty gritty of everyday life and no longer trying to impress or pursue this person. So how do we find the spark again? How do we use our differences to enhance our marriage instead of dividing us? As many of you probably can relate, I remember in the early days of Josh and my relationship when we would stay on the phone for hours and we couldn't wait to spend every minute we could together. When everything I did was cute or sexy to him and everything he did was just amazing and hilarious. We invested and pursued each other, putting our best foot forward. We did have some struggles while we dated, but we worked through them or at least enough to get married. Josh has always been laid back where I am more high strung and a busybody. He ponders and thinks a while before deciding, especially on bigger things, while I tend to pull the trigger and just go for it. We'll figure it out later. Although on vacation or with plans, sometimes he's more um, of a go with the flow type. Well, I don't like changes in plans at all. I'm more schedule and time oriented, wanting to get as much done as possible, while he would like to get one thing accomplished super well. I like romantic comedies and dramas. He likes action adventure and horror or suspense movies. He plays games on his phone. I don't even have a game on my phone. He's very physical touch oriented where I need more space. So we are just so very different. And for a long time, we argued about it and it caused a lot of tension and division in our marriage. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So God made us unique, and he has a plan specifically for each of us and our marriages. When I look at our differences in the scope of God's purposes and designs, knowing he made me like I am, and he also made Josh like he is, and he brought our, path, our past, paths excuse me, together for a reason. So we need each other's unique gifts to complement each other as we live life together, parent and then serve people. So I can choose to look at his differences as annoying or frustrating and wishing he would just change and do things my way. And he could also say the same for me. But then we would be missing out on so much that we each bring to the table and learn from each other. One thing my dad told me to do years ago, after our marriage had almost ended from infidelity, and we were really struggling with forgiveness and communication, was that expectations can kill a relationship. I was expecting Josh to fill the role of this perfect husband, father, man of faith that I had dreamed would one day lead my family. And I know he had expectations of what I as a good wife should bring to the table and I wasn't doing that. 
When we place unfair and often unrealistic expectations on our spouse, we set them up for failure. It's so hard for them to meet our expectations, and then when we and then we become resentful, bitter, or angry when they let us down. So my dad said to write down all of the expectations that I had of Josh, from the seemingly small to the very big, and then read through that list and finally burn it or tear it up and toss it. It was really freeing to do this simple exercise for me because as I read through that list, I began to realize how unfair I was being and that there was no way that he could meet all of these expectations. It's also important to recognize that we are not each other's enemies. We are both hurting people that hurt each other in our brokenness and that underneath it all is a spiritual battle going on all around us. Ephesians 6, 12 says, For our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The enemy does not want unity in marriage. His goal is to divide and turn us against each other because the marriage represents Christ and his bride, which is the church. It is an important foundation where God moves powerfully and legacies of faith are built. Matthew 19, 5-6 says, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. So we must really fight for our marriages. This is a covenant made before God that many of us just disregard when we are no longer feeling the same way about our, sp- our spouse. Our feelings usually get us into trouble in the first place. We cannot allow our feelings to decide our choices. Feelings are ever-changing, but the truths of God's word are forever. We chose this person, and we need to choose to commit and weather the storm. Believe me, when I found out about the affair, I cried to my dad that although I loved Josh, how could I ever trust him again, and how would our marriage survive this? It was probably better for us to just move on. And he told me that if there was any part of either of us that were willing to try and our hearts were not hardened, that we should. We would always regret and wonder what if, if we didn't. So even though we were hurt and we had differences and we had doubts, we chose to do the next right thing and keep fighting. Oftentimes the things that we should do are the hardest, but typically they yield the best harvest over time. So once we decided to honor our commitments over our feelings, we made an action plan. We decided to do marriage counseling, we set up boundaries and committed to honesty and transparency, and we had accountability partners that we checked in with regularly. We also made a list of things that we enjoyed and wanted to do both individually and together and shared them with each other. We committed to regular date nights. Although we need to be more intentional about that in the busyness of life, we both know how important it is. And as time went on, God let us let led us to be in ministry together, and as we serve, we see each other's gifts being used in the body of Christ, and that is so exciting and encouraging in our relationship as well. Even when our worst fear became reality, we had already begun doing the work and recovery, and so we had a strong foundation, and we were able to draw closer together during that incredible difficult season, and even now as we grieve the loss of our son to cancer, we have each other and our faith to lean into. So if you are in a marriage right now and you're feeling disconnected and hopeless, I want you to know it's possible. The key is that both people have to be willing to try. God can heal any marriage. 
and your marriage can be stronger than you ever imagined. But it, it can't just be one person dragging the other person along. It really needs to be both of you coming to the point where you realize that both of you need to change and work on things together. So here are some action steps. Number one, make a list of every expectation you have of your spouse. Read it out loud and then burn it and, or rip it up. Number two, sit down together and make a list of things that you both enjoy and then commit doing one from his list and one from yours and alternate. Be open and have fun. Three, find a way to serve together, maybe even starting with just once a month. And four, lastly, both of you take the five love languages quiz online. The link will be in the show notes for you and then discuss the results over coffee or dinner together. Let's close in prayer today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us the gift of marriage and allowing us the ability to give and receive love to another person in a unique and intimate way, unlike any other relationship. I pray that you would bring a renewal to the hearts of those listening today that are married and struggling. Help them to remember what it was that drew them to their spouse in the first place. I pray that you would reveal any unrealistic expectation that they may be placing on their spouse and help them to love them in a way they best receive the love. I pray for a hedge of protection around marriages today, that we would be ready for the enemy's attacks against this institution, and that we would fight back with spiritual weapons and truly love and appreciate our spouses for who they are, while both being willing to grow and change together. Give us hope as we learn to anchor into you in the storms of marriage. It's in Jesus' name we pray. friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put the group link in the show notes. You can also email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Another way you can do this is to take a quick minute and subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.